Hey, sorry for the bad audio quality. Um, Sean took my microphones to record the Big Berry podcast. Uh, go check that out if you haven't. Uh, I just wanted to quickly let you guys know that if you're in the New York City or Westchester area, Two Mike Minimum is having its first live stand-up show happening at Lucy's Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville, New York on December 7th, 7.30 p.m. We're putting on a really fantastic group of our previous guests who you might know from listening to our past episodes. We got Samantha Ivy on the show from Orlando, Florida. We got Brian Morris from Madison, Wisconsin. We got Nick Fields from Dallas, Texas. And headlining the show, we have a local favorite, Monty Mason. Very funny guy. Tickets are only $10. No drink minimum. That's a great deal for a comedy show, especially one that features a great group of New York City comics. And if you're also interested in seeing the magic of the Two Mike Minimum podcast happening up close, we're going to be recording our first live episode right before the show at 6 p.m. That's absolutely free to come to. So if you want to come to that before the show, we'd love to have an audience for that show. We're really looking forward to recording live in front of all of our fans but either way, uh, December 7th, 730, $10 tickets for a show. You can get your tickets at lucyslaughlounge.com. Please, please come check it out. Um, unless you're one of our Russian listeners, in which case you probably won't get a visa in time. But anyway, uh, we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Take care. Chrissy's at the food right now, yeah, not reacting to what we're doing. Hasn't seen the pose. <laughs> there we go. We're doing the pose. Ooh. Yeah. That's a too much. I don't know if I was waiting for you to intro me or not. <laughs> no, well, we will. But yeah, no, keep, feel free to talk. Everyone reacts to the insanity that, um, that this is. You're we very finally loud. got alcohol back on this podcast. We're there drinking we right now. We're eating. Uh, what do you got there, Sean? I have a nice Captain and Coke, my drink of choice. Yeah. Pat Morgan, mm. please sponsor either of my podcasts. Seriously. <laughs> if you just send me a year... Su- Send me a month's supply. I'll be happy. Like, I love you, Captain Morgan. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, desperate pleas to corporations aside, we're here at the White Plains Comedy Club, the soon-to-be world-famous White Plains Comedy Club. There's not a show going on right now, but we're digging into some bacon yeah, we and got... truffle fries. All right, let's see if everyone can hear this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. This is good bacon. I mean, it, it's it's weirdly thick. It's like... Uh, That's what she said. Exactly. I'm not sure if people were able to hear that because Chrissy's not holding her microphone. But we got some truffle fries. That's what she said. She's cutting out the <laughs> meat. Thick. Weirdly thick. So uh, it's good Damn. food here. Um, what was I going to say, Sean? Oh yeah. We're coming there in a second. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Congratulations on being a podcast producer. You got your yes. first credit because uh, Back of the Book by Aaron McLaughlin is out now. It and is. I just listened to the first episode with our good friend Frankie Becerra. Very, very funny. Very, very good premise. Basically, she takes like a free book that she finds on Amazon and reads the premise on the back with a comedian guest or improviser. And they pretty much make up a story based on 
what they're given on the on the back of the book, and it's really funny. It's or, a very really fun good, show. Really good I produced that. I'm on the second episode. Peter's mm-hmm. gonna be on. I think the fourth on episode, a eventual episode, and so uh, is our guest Chrissy. She'll yeah, be she'll on also be on that episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So our guest here uh, tonight uh, is very very funny. She's the host of Compound Media's The Wet Spot, and she's also a local favorite here in Westchester. Chrissy Mayer. Oh my God! Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to see you again. It's been a while. Yes, it's been so long, Sean. Wait it's been, yeah, long. Very, yeah, this Cheers is, to us, guys. Cheers. cheers. Yes, thank you for... Hopefully you're... Dr- I might come through. You're drinking along with the podcast. You should be. Hey, if you're driving, crack open a beer. Crack yeah. open a beer. Crack, crack open a cold crack one. Crack open a thick bacon or a truffle french fry. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So we're at Z Prime Steakhouse, a.k.a. White Plains Comedy Club. Seriously, people, it's a... Treat yourself one night and come out here for food. It is yes. so, is amazing. so good. Yeah, if you like, if you've gone to Peter Luger's and you like the thick cut bacon, and but you did read that Times article about how Peter Luger's is like sort of oh yeah they took going it down. out of fashion. That was come weird. here because they got that same, same thick, thick cut, cut bacon feeling. Thick mm-hmm. cut is how I describe myself on Tinder. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I describe. You also I- mentioned that you're on a dating. Freeze right now. I, so. I am uh, now because declared myself a vol cell, voluntarily celibate. <laughs> vol cell. So yeah. so you so you definitely can have sex. You just choose not. I to. choose not to. That's okay. my new saying. So how long are you going to be a vol cell for? Uh, as long as it takes. As long as it's, oh yeah, because you, you mentioned this on a really uh, episode a long time ago where you're like, I'm just going to tell myself I don't want to have sex, and then people want to have sex with me. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm All see right. if that works. <laughs> I have had a number of women slide in my DMs the last two weeks. All right, and he so, slid them back out. I did push them back <laughs> out. I uh, that's not really what this show is about, but you know, yeah, mm-hmm. it is now. It is now. But some you, girl sat on his face, and he was like, "Ew, get out!" Yeah, a little bit. That's not. We have little, chairs. She's just like, <laughs> I want to go for a mustache ride, and I'm like, "Well, I'm shaving it off." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and me my razor, bitch. Yeah, enough of that. I know. No, thank you, mm-hmm. women. So how are you doing, Chrissy? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm really into these truffle fries. I'm into the truffle, truffle fries, fries too. I've been doing intermittent fasting, which That's... means I'm only eating between 12 and 8, and it's clearly, uh, well, no, it's 7-ish. Yeah, so you, I'm still, this I'm is still your last my chance. window. Yeah. Has it, you know what I mean? It's It's been pretty good. I feel like I've de-bloated a little bit. Like, if nothing else, it's stopped me from eating late at night. Like, it's hard to not eat till noon every day, but, like, it's really no big deal because I don't really get to my j- day job until, like, 10 30 ish 10 10 30 yeah that's only so an hour like, and a half then, by yeah. the time i turn around it's like time to eat so it's pretty good i've been doing that i've been not working out i've got to get back on it though because i don't want to you know what i mean i don't want to put on the holiday lbs yeah you gotta you gotta start now because then after thanksgiving it just spirals like people yeah. just people just throw cookies at you in new york on yeah. december I mean, yeah, no, it's everywhere. Like every, I mean, if you work in an office too, like just everyone has treats around. Mm-hmm. Thank God, like, I have uh, a real job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my birthday on Monday. Also, that. Oh, how about oh, that? Happy you. birthday! Yeah, it was fun. I got this manicure. I got a pedicure. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what did Frank get you? Um, he got me some plants I really wanted and Ooh. some baths. I really love baths, so he got me like fancy bath salts and bath Ooh. bombs and these really gorgeous amethyst earrings that um are at home right now mm-hmm. um yeah it was really fun and i'm gonna maybe take myself to like a massage or a facial later this weekend and yeah, you have a like birthday f- birthday gift for yourself birthday yeah. rub down birthday birthday oh, hell yeah. yeah and a couple yourself. of fans sent me vibrators so i'm gonna try those out <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yes yeah. because on my show the one spot on yeah. media at 8 p.m yeah. every monday i 
was lamenting that my vibrator was about to die. I was like, because I've, <laughs> I've had this Hitachi Magic Wand. Like, the microphones you're both holding in your hands, this is about the size of a Hitachi Magic Wand and about the shape of it, too. Yeah. So it's like the bulk of it is motor and, like, the top part. Like, none of it's for insertion. It's just for the top, right? And it's just like, it's. I mean, it's a back uh, massager, these, technically. These, these mics do look phallic now, now that but they're screen on. I've been massaging my back a lot since I've got this back massager and uh, I put a lot of miles on it. So I was saying yeah. on my show, that my back massager sounds like an old boat. Like I'd turn on and be like, and then the handle would get really hot. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of a, not that I'm frugal, but when it comes to like something like a sex toy, I want to use it till it's dead. So I was like, but I was also worried like this thing's about to burst into flames too. And I was talking about this on my show and then like not one, but two fans sent me <laughs> new vibrators wow. and I am touched without being touched. If any of our fans <laughs> would like to send Peter a vibrator, uh, slide to my DMs. I'll tell you where to send them. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Or if you're a, a vibrator company and you want to sponsor yeah, this sponsor podcast. sponsor the pod, please. <laughs> Adam and Eve, or do you guys still exist? Adam, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Adam and Eve will uh, will sell ourselves out for anything. Yeah, even we'll Adam find. and Steve, you guys are woke. We are woke. Sean and I will try out things on each other from we Adam and Eve. Wow. We will do a if, video, if, our first video podcast of us trying sex. To, you know, it's not probably. You, <laughs> you, know you keep that mustache, no, Sean, and I'll believe it. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a very desired man in the gay community. Like, by all... You have bear written yeah, all over the mustache. A lot of men can save that. <laughs> no, does not mean I, I'm a specific shit. type, though. Like, big, hairy. Right, like, right, that's, that's right. a very. Yeah, and I'm a twink. So, well, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot more twinks <laughs> than there are me's. In the gay community. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're a gay man, hit up Sean and he'll uh, reject you because, again, he's, I'm a vol cell he's now. a vol cell yeah. now. Vol don't cell. even, don't no, even try no it, women. No one gets this now. Don't even try wow. it. Don't it's even making try. me really want you, the fact that you're like, no yeah, sex. Just, I can you, actually kind of see how it's working now. Yeah, I'm just like, it's yeah, working. women, Keep don't. It's, like, it's a reverse do neck. Not flaunt, do not flaunt your pussies in Sean's it's DMs It's like that episode of Sex in the City where Samantha was really pursuing this monk and he was like not having sex at all. And that just made her want him even more. Exactly. It's a good strategy. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, but it's not a strategy. It's my way of life. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's no, it's, it's um his ex- accepting that uh, celibacy for the time being. So, I don't want is good for his soul, and he doesn't need anything You're corrupting himself right now. A ton of money on dates. Yeah, I'm like I don't have much money now. Like I used to do this thing in college to save money on dates, where I would go to the same restaurant and schedule three dates in a row with three different women, and I'm just like I'm just gonna hang out here for. You just stay there. Just stay there whole day. You do your own speed dating. Shout, shout out to College Town Bagels. They, they, wow, yeah. a bagel date, no less. Yeah. He's oh, just got he's just got biology notes between them, being yeah, like, no. "All right, nice to meet you." Yeah, wow. exactly. Like, I cram this in for the next know, two it, hours. Uh, it worked well. It did. Yeah, no, you're really proud. I actually I'm, think I remember your number. Yeah, well, that that's which sex is number? Cra- yeah. yeah, he has a sex what is number. It? You can listen to the Big Berry podcast to find out. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got to listen to the Big Berry. It's 29, I'll just say it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want in-depth details, listen to the Big Berry podcast birthday bash episode. Birthday. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. on that too. Yeah, that was the one. Special dick episode. Special dick. I'll get some dicks on. It's great, though, that you, with your platform now, now that you have you have, you have a way for fans to like give you stuff. It's amazing. Which is like, it's like, it's not many people reach that level of popularity. Like, I, I see this with like content creators all the time where they're like, oh, man, you know, I really wish someone would send me like uh, a Pikachu or they don't say that, but they're like, I really need like a Pikachu plush to get my room together and then like the next video they're like okay so I got a thousand Pikachu plushes in the mail. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. If I had known that th- I would get this much stuff I would have started a, I would have tried to get a podcast like years ago. Yeah. It would yeah. work that way. No, you should um But I also like I hate asking for things like I have a real 
like issue with that, even with people I'm close right, to. Right, but you don't have to ask for them though. I you can just, just talk gotta be about like, how yeah. my vibrator is about to die. You're like, yeah. oh, I think Frank's you, a, gr- you Frank's just a great it. lover, but like, man, his but dick's some, just a little too small. He's working too many long nights at the club. Yeah, his dick's just a little too small. Then the ne- next week you get a bunch Italian. of penis pills. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, just to start off at the beginning here. What made you want to get into comedy, Chris? This is a weird opening to the show in general. I, yeah, yeah but, from uh, dicks to comedy. It's a Lucy Goosey I mean, episode. Kind of, We're drinking. Kind of falls into that. Yeah, it really, yeah. all goes together. I'm eating the truffle like shavings from the tablecloth. Yeah, that's the kind of fa- fancy gal I am. Um, when I was in college, I really wanted to be a reporter, so I interned at Dateline, and I would commute from Fairfield U in Connecticut to Dateline and Thirty Rock and NBC. And once I got there, I was like, oh, wow, Stone Phillips is the most boring man I've ever met. And I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. This is like, I also didn't want to have to move out to Alaska or a shitty market just to work my way back to like New York or a relevant market. And uh, so I was like, ugh, no. And then at the time, there was one female writer at Conan. Her name was Allison Silverman. And she's either writing for them currently or somewhere else. So I reached out to her. And somehow got myself uh, an inter- uh, not an interview, but like an internship for Conan the next school year from mm. when I was a senior, which is like very industrious, like for someone who's not on Adderall, you know, like it wasn't around. Wait, so why did you reach out to her in the beginning? Were you like interested because in interning? Because I thought or? I wanted to be a reporter, but okay. when yeah. I was at Dateline, I was like, this is fucking right. boring. Yeah, so you're like. And uh, I was like a little bit interested in comedy. And then I reached out to her and I somehow was able to get myself an internship because the internships are way harder to get during the summer because that's when all the sons yeah, and daughters the kids are out of the, that's when all the kids right. of the of the adults who work there basically like get really hooked up with internships but you know the, during the fall and the spring during the school year that's really that's really the only chance like the kids who go to a nearby school can get and like you know so it's actually i don't know this it's it's easier to get it during the school year and i just happen to ask at the right time and then i was hanging out with the writers and um you know i would see conan here and there but mostly hanging out with the writers and they were like do and it was just very exciting like i just loved being around all of it and they were like oh if you like comedy you should do improv so i started doing improv at college and then after i graduated did ucb for five years damn and then i did a one-woman show yeah i did ucb i did magnet i did all the classes a, sh- a team, all the classes, a team, both theaters. And then I did a one woman show. And then after that, I was like, oh, wow, I could do stand up now, I think. And then, so I've been doing stand up like shit. I think it'll be 10 years in March, which wow. is crazy. Wow. Big uh, double digits now. Happy comedy anniversary. Yeah. It's not even, ha- it's like, what is it, November? So this is, I'm still at nine, a healthy yeah, nine. Nine and yeah. a half. Yeah. yeah, I hate the numbers. Like I really do. Yeah, now. people always, it's always, always just do it, it for. trips you up because it because it's like every like ninety percent of comics I talk to now now have like the well well I started seven years exactly. ago, but and then really, I took a break for a year, and then but it's... but like I mean because the thing is like the numbers so much attached to how good people perceive you as that yeah. you want like i mean frank told me like <laughs> was like yeah you should say three years because you seem like a three-year comic i'm like that's fair i don't want to yeah. like i don't want to like say i've been also, doing like, it for a long time either. no one actually funny's funny right like that's yeah. like mm-hmm. like, like michael, you know what? i'm gonna start saying three like years. before michael che got saturday Night Live, he'd been doing it for three years 
Yeah. Less than that. But honestly, yeah, like, there's like no I mean, time at all. I mean, that's why now I'm just saying I just started like three days ago. Like, yeah. wherever I go, I'm just uh, like, I my, just this started. This is my first show. You know, this is my first. I've started just saying in every open mic, this is my first open mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is just absolutely. Yeah. I, I, say it, I say it every Monday at Lucy's now. <laughs> just, this is my first. O- Take it easy on me, everybody. <laughs> it first. works. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you, so after improv, you got into stand up, and where'd you start? Uh, you started in the city in the open yeah, mic scene. My very first real show was at Comics, which has like been shut down for years. But I was going to the mics and the bringers at New York Comedy Club, which was run by a totally different group of people than it is now. And it was this duo, like they called super. It was called Super Ego, and it was this guy Daryl, I think, and, Mich- and this woman Michelle, who would like died of ans- ass cancer a few years ago sad um yeah and they were great I sean like, says as he's checking his well, email no i was looking up super <laughs> ego i remember hearing about it before yeah, they were really great uh, and people like to shit on bringers but like i liked it because it was the only way that i was gonna get a, like a really decent real show and i and i had friends that wanted to see me so i wasn't like right you know, I did. I did a lot of them, but I always had people that were willing to come out. Now, I wasn't one of these super bringers that you see. You know, they have like fucking twenty and thirty friends because yeah. they're like born and raised in the hey, city. You just bring fifteen people real quick. Oh, I saw somebody advertise that bringer they're doing. It's like uh, tickets are seventeen ninety four, and there's two plus two drink minimum at the door unless wow. you unless you don't buy tickets in advance, which is twenty dollars at the door plus two drinks. Please like, bring your entire high school class. Yeah, please, yeah. please bring. It. I'm That's like, the, the only the way fuck? you'll get on stage. Like, just make if you're gonna do a bringer, make it fair. Do like make it two, make it make it a two to three person bringer, and mm-hmm. tickets are only ten bucks. Yeah, like the thing that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair for everybody. I think I would bring like I don't know between four and maybe eight people. It wasn't that many. It really wasn't. It was I think it was a five person bringer, but they weren't crazy and they weren't harsh on you if you didn't come up with enough people. And they gave me a lot of good feedback, you know. And uh, I just kept going with it. Yeah, of course. Like, it's so tricky to measure years because what person out of the gate is going to be so hard? There's very few people who are like, out of the gate. I'm getting up every night. I know this is what I want to do. I'm really committed. Mm -hmm. It sometimes takes a few years to figure out if you really like it or not. And also, it's hard because um, I'm not going to mention which comic this is. So you were judging the whatever comedy competition that was going on this summer. I forgot what it was called. Like the Empire State Showdown? Yes. I love that so much. I love sort of gently roasting all of right. the contestants and and there was a co- and you know there's a comic there who performed and, and didn't do too well with the audience wasn't really able to connect and and you you i remember you asking that person like <laughs> you seem very new he was like, <laughs> he was like no was not i'm not new at all i've been doing it oh, for no. some time <laughs> yeah i just said you were new but it was, he like, was making all the rookie mistakes yeah yeah but i think it was also just like nerves and the fact that like he he went out of the gate like not getting his jokes to connect and you know i, I mean that happens of course to the I best was of there yeah. and i you know and you make fucking a lot destroyed of him men nervous. <laughs> oh no hey. did i really yeah you're described as a man eater really and this, and this is why women should wow. be allowed in comedy this is where we're going to this section of it now that's the last thing i would see myself as is a man eater because in in life i'm just like i'm a delicate flower <laughs> you're very confident on stage though yeah like it's you really own it thank yeah. you i think that's because on stage is like who i would like to be 
because um, yeah. I, I feel unencumbered. I feel like, well, I can't hurt anybody's feelings on stage. And <laughs> right. I can also say it's a character. You know, if I want to <laughs> say some shit I really want to well, say. I mean, you walk out on blackface every time. It's like, I that's mean, a yeah, choice. Yeah. There is that. I do spend so much money in. in yeah, I feel, I mean, I feel the same makeup. way as like the stage is really the only area of my life where I kind of feel confident because I don't feel confident in a lot of aspects of my yeah, life. Yeah, me too. But if I'm fucking crushing it, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, people it's the best respect feeling. me. That high, I've yeah. never done hair. Heroin, but I can't imagine. <laughs> well, Artie Lang said it like it's it's close. Wow, it's close to it. Yeah, it's like wow, people like you, and and then it, it goes away so fast. And yeah, you need to get it again, and yeah. then you get it. You go on stage and you don't do so great. You're like, well, that didn't fucking you, count. You, you do you the know? exact but same it's double edged sword because if you really eat it and people aren't with you, it makes you feel like shit. Like, like you dig yourself like, a hole. It makes you feel like jump. shit because it's, it's like the thing you wanted. Well, now yeah. you're in the negative because all yeah. these people think I'm a fucking loser now because mm-hmm. they're like who's this guy who went on stage and fucking did sh- asshole. shit material Sucked that didn't make me dick. happy <laughs> Here's the, I wish yeah. I wish if they didn't like you they actually would like like throw boo- tomatoes at you yeah, would yeah, you I'd, like to be I'd, booed I'd, I'd, I'd rather be booed <laughs> Shakespeare than Shakespearean the, than just the every kind of trying to hide because they don't like it that's worse that, that hurts like I'd rather people hate me than feel bad for how bad I'm I doing I mean there's nothing to me yeah, like silence is worse than booing. Yeah, that is because so booing at least there's like some sort of response. Booing, you can justify. Oh, they're drunk. But silence means that people are probably ignoring you to some extent. They're like, I mean, oh, I wouldn't like, know. I've never bombed, but I really, feel, <laughs> I really I know. Chris is a perfect guys. comedian. <laughs> I'm doing my first half hour tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, let's let's see how this goes, baby. Are you? Yeah, I've told you this before. At pace, we've mentioned this on this podcast yeah. before. At I, pace, yeah. I didn't know you were doing a half hour though. I remember my first half hour. I definitely said hour. it's a half hour with you before. Either way, it's a half Good hour. Good fucking luck, man. Definitely That's hard relax shit. into it. No, I'm like, oh yeah, please, take, you gotta relax into it. It's like, it's like, just it's like the comedy equivalent of like laying down on a couch. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like definitely like how do you feel about crowd work i mean you're gonna have to feel okay about it now go- it's a it's a fraternity show so like yeah oh these- you're gonna be great yeah i'm not like i can always be like look at this fat asshole yeah exactly. it's gonna get a laugh like that's gonna be fine fraternities they will lo- they will love crowd work and if at any point during your material you feel like you're losing them just like, just go back to crowd work because like yeah that's just how a lot just of say laugh. fuck their rival school <laughs> and then yeah. you'll be like yeah i think their rival school is also pace though like i <laughs> think <laughs> So, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, because aren't they like there's like three campuses? There's like seven paces. I don't <laughs> there's know. Like I, seven I don't know. I don't. I didn't do any yeah. research ahead of time. Just say that, or you say should. like that's what I like to do. Is like if you go to a school or somewhere specific, is to do they really? I find they really appreciate like specific jokes about their school or them or like fraternities, like fraternity jokes. Like, I know. Even even yeah. like um street jokes. Yeah. Work. Okay. And oh, you know what'll work this time? Talk shit about Texas. They'll oh, love it. They'll love me. They'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> that Texas pace. actually did like me shitting on Texas. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just don't go. Out, just don't go out your first minute being no. like, you know what? School sucks. This one. No, well, I couldn't find parking anywhere. Who goes here? That would that would never be my opening. In a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are a lot. Of, a lot of them are going for teaching, and I'm like, that, that's what I figured my end was going to be. Like, all right, this is the next generation to fuck up America. Looks I up. mean, you should have a lot of material because like. 90% of comics in New York City are teachers. Yeah. It's crazy how many comics. Like, yeah. I was on a show yesterday, like, I'm pretty sure half the people there were teachers. Wow. I mean, it's the perfect job for comedy in a sense because, like, yeah, you, you know, you have nights your, and, uh... your nights are 
free and, completely. And you have a full day of developing hatred. The only the True. only problem though is that like and, um, and you're comfortable shout, talking. I'm gonna, say, group. I'm gonna say yeah. shout out to Anthony Moore because he was the headliner for the show I was on yesterday. Very funny. He was a teacher. But he was just like talking about how his like fifth graders discovered his stand up. Oh no! And, oh god! And, and like his fifth graders would would comment on his video. Oh no! <laughs> Love you, Mr. M. Wow. No, it was never that. It was just like fuck you, Mr. M. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't know who this guy is because he's a uh, Halo Master Forty Five. Because these guys don't know what Halo is. They're all Fortniteers. That's wow. so true. That's so true. There's such a generational My divide. Sister-in-law what was the last Halo game? Works for the game? Fortnite no company. Oh, really? I went to the Fortnite offices. company. Co- you mean it's called Epic Games? Epic Games. Yeah. 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 It's in. It's based in North Carolina in Cary. And I went and visited the offices because it was like I was doing good nights in North Carolina. I was like headlining there, and uh, she's like, "Well, I have to go to work on Friday, so you can come with me." And I was like, "Yes." And I went, and I was like, just popping my head in, in, into like offices and conference room, going like, "I have a show tomorrow. Who wants to come?" And it was like literally all dudes that look like you guys in hoodies. Like that is the <laughs> no, entire, yeah, I can really see that. Entire yeah. employee. That there must be like 500 hoodies in that building at any given time. Oh, yeah. It's just coders. I, coders mean, of, just, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are, who are coders um, themselves and like that lifestyle. I mean, like there's, I mean, my friends aren't this extreme, but like when you get to like places like Silicon Valley, oh, like there's yeah. people who have like developed, um, the autism Form, is strong with them. Formulas, formulas, like energy formulas to drink so you can just keep going oh, like wow. all you night long Adderall? to like Adderall, Mountain Dew, and Doritos, baby. That's just oh, like wow. just crazy just crazy energy. Cause like they're just like coding twenty four seven basically. I'm like, oh my wow. god. Wow. Do you guys watch Silicon Valley, the show? Uh, I've watched the first first season like the uh, first episode i watched all of it I, great one, show I'm one episode behind right now are you watching yeah yeah i'm, um, I'm I, up to date I, since tj miller left it's gotten downhill. i completely agree like, just like having a comedic yeah. presence because now it's like it's too smart like yeah it's like, there's like <laughs> yeah there's nothing kind of mysterious need, or wild about the I, show i just need like a fat asshole on every tv show that yeah. also could be played by me hollywood listening come on <laughs> um but yeah, so tj miller you, was great so you mentioned uh north carolina and i know you've You've uh, toured a lot, essentially. Oh yeah, I'm um, all over. I'm so very where, where, uh, like, tell us, tell us, tell us some, tell some places where you've been. Tell us some places where. I'm gonna be in Bristol, PA. I think, uh, I think around Valentine's Day next year. Um, mm, take your lover out for that. Been, I'm gonna be in Naples, Florida, visiting my dad mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna probably be hosting for Eddie Ift at Off the Hook. Even though the the, uh, the booker there is like a huge douchebag and shorted me out of like a hundred dollars last time I was there, it's okay. I went under the bridge. Totally forgot about it. <laughs> um, but it's fine. It's like that. And that's how badly I want to like not meet my dad's new girlfriend. Is that I'm like going to this club. I said I swore up and down I would never go back. Um, but also I think he's one of these guys that like doesn't really like respect female comics, which is like, I guess I understand. Uh, a lot of us are awful, but yeah. um, <laughs> understandable. you know, some of us just have backwards way of viewing people and yeah. that's how well, it is. I, I was, well, I was going to say like we just did the Queens of the compound here. Oh yeah. And I was surprised like what the turnout was for that because it's like, I expected a lot more creepy dudes. You know, what, I was disappointed yeah. at the lack of creepy. Dudes. <laughs> I really I wore something tight. I showed up, I showered and nothing, you know, yeah, very like, respectful. Just very respectful. Respectful. Was it like the typical Westchester audience, where it's like all these like moms and dads, like these for the um, Queens of the Comedy Show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is usually the turnout for like a white plane show. It seems <laughs> like um, maybe more single people. 
Okay, yeah. single like ladies, single was both. It was like less. All those single ladies felt like moms and dads, but it, it seemed kind of like typical. Okay, typical audience. Yeah. Mm. So I so you had fans there, which was I think so. Yeah, we yeah. definitely had a couple of like combat media fans that that were like over in this corner, and we actually had some hosts of other shows come out, which was really oh, nice. touching. Yeah, Bill Schultz was there, and he co-hosts with Joanne Nosichinsky. They do morning, and Joanne, not a comic, she was Miss New York like a few years ago, but I was really um, impressed with her because she hosted and she like made up witty um credits for everybody and she is like very engaging on stage and she really like it was very impressive so it was a good show it's fun yeah and it and i was impressed too with the crowd's ability to hear multiple women in a row doing comedy and i think yeah. I, I think i closed it out i was like what lady topics are left <laughs> we've covered them all yes. <laughs> anybody talk about stillborns <laughs> no? i was almost a stillborn but, child <laughs> but here i yeah. am clearly not um, still anymore yeah so you, you still said, um, so yeah where where have you been around the country i have been uh i've done comedy uh in vegas at the stratosphere um it's this club called la comedy club which is it's in it's in vegas so it's a little confusing but that's that's a great room that felt very much like atlantic city like just people on vacation that want to have a good time it's, it's cool when a crowd feels similar to somewhere else you've been in the u.s because you know at first you go oh how are these people from New Jersey ever going to understand me? I'm Honestly, from, I'm from so far that's away. That's completely how I felt when we yeah. were in San Antonio, Texas. I'm like, yeah. what the, f- like, this is a, a completely different area. Like, I don't know. It was a different what, planet yeah. when we were what, there. What are these people going to find funny? I mean, I was yeah. told by one of the local comics there, they were just like, yeah, people here don't understand smart humor. I'm like, well, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was, it, was a, it was a good time performing in San Antonio, but it was intimidating because I, I literally thought, it, it almost felt like performing, I imagine if you like tried to perform comedy in bulgaria like if you're able to communicate with those people bulgaria, somehow, we're coming to you it was like it would be like well what what's their frame of reference that hmm. i can you know share with them that'll make it them laugh that's how i felt with san antonio too yeah. but i still had a good time in san antonio you're like what do we share yeah what like, do we I'm share not from here yeah yeah we know we don't yeah. share the water down there no because they're they, they their water is overly fluorinated Peter, i don't think that's Peter a word but Peter, Peter yeah the first set of uh, either of us and he's like i'm gonna open this water bit <laughs> just the look of disappointment on his face when it didn't connect was oh. uh, the hardest I've well, laughed. Well, it was it was more it was time. more just no more everything everything didn't connect. Yeah, I mean, this was an open this is an open yeah, mic. Yeah, it, it was a weird. It was an open mic, and Shout I decided. Shout out to Jokes Twenty Two and Jokes Maria, the owner of that. I hit yeah, on her the entire still night. Going strong. Yeah. Um, She's not listening. So. She hit um, on you. No, I, well, it was back and forth. Yeah. Did she inspire your voluntary cellular no, strike? The Vol Cells thing started the last call I hooked up with. Turned out to have a boyfriend. It was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, right? I'm like, what that's the a, fuck? That's ridiculous. Was this in Nashville? No, no. Or, is, I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you about it all. All right. This yeah, is, no. You'll, you'll, hear my you'll forget story. about it. I do. Yeah. This is this is a comedy focused podcast. <laughs> okay. not, we're very professional, as you can see. Yeah, no, very professional. Um, yeah, <laughs> as Sean's chugging his drink. So, um, where else have been? I've been yeah. in Florida. Um,. I did Rhode Island, which is similar. It's like a, a lot of, it was a preppy. It was in Newport. It was the Newport Comedy Festival. Brown. I was going to ask yeah. uh, the Very ro- preppy, very rich. It's like, it's really almost like uh, <clears throat> knowing the socioeconomic background of your audience is probably the most important thing. Because I did 
something in no it wasn't philly maybe it was pa and and it was like i found out that it was actually the poorest county in the united states and i was like oh wow this so, is very good to know redding county it was redding yeah. it was redding i don't know redding? why i know that yeah. <laughs> Just, is that the county that flipped for trump they love yes and they love meth but there. like was meth it capital wait, wait, wait was it that, like there's like a famous county in pennsylvania that like decided pennsylvania for trump not, i'm not I sure if that's redding. really yeah. i know, I know yeah. redding just loves meth that's because i was like all right let's not talk about <laughs> let's talk about something we can all get behind the abandoned car in the parking lot and i did no. like you know a good seven minutes on that and uh you think you'll find obama's birth certificate there no maybe years who knows <laughs> wow and um let's see haven't been to like I imagine if I did like, you know, San Francisco, Portland, that would feel a lot like Brooklyn, you know, like super woke, super left, super, um, you know, people that I'm used to performing in front of. But it's interesting how like performing in Westchester, you know, although it's very close to the city and it's like it is basically like doing the road, which is why it's good for like Westchester comics to like do comedy in Westchester and not just think, oh, I just I just have to always go into the city because you're missing on that skill yeah. set of performing out here. Well, it's just a different... Like, in the city, you're going to see a lot more young people and out here... A lot of yuppies, yeah. Yeah, you're doing a lot of old people. Yeah, a lot of older folks. Which is of, most of the country is, like, yeah. people that are in, in, like, this room right here. Like, people in their 40s, 50s, 60s. They have kids. They're tired. You know, that's yeah. most of the country. They, they just want to go they're, sit, they're sit so for a little while. They just yeah. want to take their shoes off and lay down. Like they you know? Like, <laughs> they want to get a little drunk and just sit there for a minute. They're yeah. so tired of their kids, so they come to shows where they yes. see us who are practically kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Kids the amount of times I've gotten, like, you're just like my 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 son. I'm like, uh, all right, I'm still going to try to have sex with you. Like, yeah. yeah. I go on stage, I'm like, hey. And they're like, oh, this is like my son who still lives with me. I wish somebody yeah. thought of me like their daughter. I'd be like, good, because I could use some of that fucking allowance yeah you know, no, like, no. <laughs> daddy we're, we're all trying for sugar mommies and daddies <laughs> Did you get here. off my lap no <laughs> <laughs> this room has been fun like the, you heard, there was a night some woman was like dragged out by her neck yeah like, she was like oh, yeah. was it during the jerry pivot no, that was stormy daniels, stormy daniels. Oh, that was damn. like the the scariest moment i've seen in this club <laughs> that, was, it was, that like, was fun no it was like her bodyguards and had to like escort yeah, these people they were, out they were and, legit and, yeah. and they were these men it. try to like or like their husbands or boyfriends or whatever, like we're we're gonna fight these bodyguards. Yeah, like that's not gonna work. Like, you will yeah. lose. They will like jab you in the throat. Yeah, I was in the corner right there, and I think it was with Greg Studley at the time, and I was like, I don't want to get involved because I'm like the guy who like gets knocked out from like a punch that wasn't meant for them. Yeah. Just, you know, it's like I was just yeah. standing around. Yeah. <laughs> wake You're up like, in the white. I am a YouTube clip waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, so I'm, I'm very scared of conflict. Yeah. All that, that woman Aww. was very yeah. mean to me that night, and I'm like, I was glad she got hurt. Yeah. yeah, go back yeah. to our uh, Stormy Daniels episode to like, hear yeah, all about that. Did she fall down the stairs? Oh, you guys yeah. already talked about this. Oh, episode. yeah, yeah we talked okay. about yeah. okay. these, uh, I mean, hot we, news. We re-talk about stuff a lot. Yeah, oh, okay. cool. We were like, this is what's going on in the Westchester area. There's Stormy only Daniels. so many stories. There was a time when we yeah. just only responded to Facebook comments, but it's whatever. As local, as local comedy news gets. A yeah. little bit, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go back to that soon if you don't get more guests on, but we'll see yeah. about that. So what's like the best place? Where else I performed? Hold on. I want to fully answer this question. I did the Boston the Women in Comedy Festival in Boston years and years ago. Okay, so it did Boston. not impress me. I think they've stepped it up in the years since. Like I, I might go back, but it's like uh, I went like and it's one of its fledgling years, and I was like, eh. It was like there was like no benefit to going. Um, I did. I've actually performed in North Carolina quite a bit. I did the Asheville Comedy Festival, which was great. Um, that's where I met the Booker from Good Nights, so that's how I made that connection. Um, 
So yeah, festivals are good to do. Have I performed in Texas? No, not yet. And I'm going to LA actually next March. So I'm putting that trip together now. Because it's good. I'm like, I need to go out there. And, and people over time have been like, hey, if you're ever in LA, XYZ. So I've been keeping like a little, little sheet of, of like, hey, things. I'm going to finally hit you up on that. Yeah, yeah we got a connection then, like, in LA. Shout out to Mary Beckett and Hot Medusa Comedy. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a show? Yes. Uh, yeah. we, we met them in San Antonio. You should reach out to them. Yeah, they put, right, on, because yeah. They put on they put on like all female shows, I know. Yeah. Oh, yes. I yeah, love yeah. all female. Yeah. I can do all my stillborn jokes right there <laughs> at the end and all the topics have been taken. Where are my stillborn mothers at? Yeah. <laughs> well, mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not really mothers, but... Yeah. No. Attempted. Yeah, you were right there. Yeah. So, close. so close. So close. Attempted matriarchy. You still yeah. have all the stuff and all the clothes and the... Yeah. yeah, it worked yeah. out for you financially. Uh, man. I'm sure they got a lovely gender reveal video out of it. I saw I saw a gender reveal video. The woman farting it? Yes, the yeah. woman uh. farted. It was blue dust and yeah. blue smoke. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. this has gone too far. Gender reveals need to end. I would prefer a mass forest fire over this well, like, porn star th- there farting. Is, yeah. There was a plane that crashed doing a gender reveal. <laughs> that's no. right. I, no one, uh, the pilot was, wasn't killed, but like oh. that's what happened. Is, I mean, Wait, how was the plane involved in a gender reveal? I think I, I don't know. I think like the plane was like dropping colored water or something. Was it, was, or was it crop dusting? I think it was like I think yeah, crop it was like just dusting. smoke. It was like either blue or, or pink smoke, and the crane plane wow. just crashed. What's yeah. yeah. I do I do, uh, I do social. Can you media. imagine that's the gender reveal? It's gonna be a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, not good. Why does everyone look so sad? That's my big thing with those things. Like a lot. There's a high infant mortality rate in America, and like you're always gonna that video. Like it's like crazy high in this country. Is it? That's why. That's why I think that was a good joke, Sean. I don't know how you turn that into a bit. I'll figure it out. But you know, know, people love to hear a 25 year old guy's perspective on on births. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they, they practically know everything. Yeah. All you have to do is read, like, two blurbs of a Wikipedia article, and you're an expert. Oh, my God. That's basically how I've learned every piece of information. You just, like, yeah. you can, after that, you can mansplain miscarriages to I've been, I'm a great mansplainer. <laughs> I could, I, you look like I one. Do. Sweet, not face. Peter, I feel like you would do worse at mansplaining because you have, like, an annoying face. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I would try to mansplain and get woman-splained in yep. return. Well, it just, like, it's like, the problem is I'm a better feminist than most women. Like, that's just really Ooh. what it is. <laughs> it's just like I know more things about it than they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, you're better at pulling out. He's yeah. he's a hot damn. <laughs> so he, feminist of he you. He knows more yeah. about uh, feminism and meninism. Yes. <laughs> Meninism. What am I, Misandry. What, what, what am I problem. just like? Misandry. Yeah. One of my like roasts for Sean is that like Sean just like looks like the guy you go on a date with and he explains why feminism is cancer. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, in a way, it's. A lot of people are pretty twisted on feminism. Like, like I, I feel like in a lot of ways it's not helping people. And I don't know. I feel like in the, in the last few years, like, I don't know. I think people have taken the most unhealthy um, kind of radical elements of feminism and then like they've kind of run with it. Like, I was I was telling Sean, and, like, we were hanging out earlier. And I was telling him that I was a big feminist in college. I was a women's studies minor, which is, like, basically you're like, yes, I want to study feminism. Um, so I have like four classes of credentials behind me and I just think like when we, when people get very wrapped up in the radical elements of feminism, they lose a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. This is but... very little like radical or like that, that guy's <laughs> cool. Like, like a, a radical, like 
cotton candy blower is probably the only. Well, because like a ra- when you when you're a radical in something, you essentially like, are only. You should only not- be radical on a skateboard. Like that's the only radical. Hell yeah! I remember in college there was a semester where I was in ecofeminism, which the whole premise of ecofeminism is basically that like men have ruined the planet. It was all like that was the focus. Is that like men are the reason why like our resources are depleted and like da 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 like so it was very and there was one dude in that whole class and everyone was just like I felt bad for that guy. The side eye. Yes, yeah. I was like, oh, he's not gonna make it. So in the same semester, I was in ecofeminism and I was also in sports broadcasting because I was a communications major and I was the one girl. I was the only girl in that class of all dudes and it was like the exact om- opposite. They're like giving me the side. I like this bitch doesn't know about yeah. sports and I was like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had like both of that going on at the same time and like it was weird. Like I felt that class was like very much gear. It was like there was very much like a radical idealism behind that class. Not that it was teaching the women in the class to hate men, but like, uh, it was not a big, <laughs> it not that much of a leap. Yeah. I mean, that's what we were studying. It's, it's pretty wild though. Like, you know, but that's why it helps to be well-rounded and everything. Yeah, I mean, Hashtag I'm not with her. Anyway, moving yeah. on. <laughs> we'll move on. I don't moving know. On. Well, I mean, it's a good so, question though. Like, of like, I mean, there's obviously a lot of sexism in comedy though. Like, I was going to ask that. Yes, yes. And so. very unconscious. Like, yeah. Yeah. I find that in, um, I work with Frank, like he sometimes, you know, I don't have any management right now, so he'll sometimes like, and he he manages a few comics. Like he works with Hostelito, he works with like a a couple of other, you know, he's helped Goomba Johnny get some things. Yeah, and um, I've really noticed the ways in which like people kind of treat him differently versus like me reaching out for myself. And I don't know if it's just the 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 sort of like veil of having a manager or just it's a man woman thing, but um, I've noticed people talk to me way differently than they do to him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a good friend. So, you know, it's, it's good that he helps me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, I was going to get into one of our former guests, um, Tori Poole. Shout out to her. Um, mentioned she kind of and was made fun of for having this opinion. But she is against the whole notion of what her opinion is a lot of female comics like really doubling down on the fact that they're female we're, comics we're comedians mm-hmm. where like the fact Ugh, that, I hate that word. yeah right right well she was like very against like the fact that like she thinks a lot of female comics really try to only focus on the fact that they're women on stage hmm. and really but you double are? okay okay i'll let you finish before i interrupt well, you well no it was no, just like they really thought. like she she like her her she kind of wanted to stray away from just doing that she wanted to focus on like writing solid jokes and what was her material about? Do you remember? Or what did she say? I'm going to cut this because I don't want to. Oh, no, I, no, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Been five months since I've seen her since. Like, I don't like I followed. Yeah, like I don't. I, um, I don't remember any of my she, friends. I'm pretty jokes sure she talks about being a teacher. Okay. Yeah, she was a, yeah. she was a teacher. Really all over the board. Yeah. Like, I don't judge women either way. Like, because we are women. We are on stage. They say talk about what you know. And a lot of women are, are strong empaths. A lot of women. Um, are are caring nurturing have like the typically feminine traits right so like it's not crazy to have a female comic talking about like what you would call soft subjects on stage which is like relationships kids um you know like cooking cleaning like typical womanship but also like dating right like if we're if we're taking the soft subjects of like what the 50s and 60s and transferring them to 2019 what is that that that's dating right that's sex that's like it's the stuff because it's like i think a lot of women are more have 
are very uh, have finely tuned observations when it comes to those subjects. And they say, talk about what you know, and that is what we observe. Whereas, like, I think the typical dude has other typical observations. Do you know what I mean? Like, most guys are not... Um, like going home and hashing out their interactions with their significant other or their, you know what I mean? Like they're more focused. This is t- in such broad strokes, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's really right to give female comics shit for talking about what they talk about. It's like, well, they talk about what they know and they talk about what they find funny, which is what they observe. So I know that that does fall into stereotypes, but it's like, Got a lot of guys talk about their dicks and they talk about fucking. Yeah. It's like, well, a lot of women talk about yeah, but what I do it, it's sex. funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is, right? Like, uh, and I've heard a lot of women shit on other w- female comics, like, oh, they shouldn't have to talk about just female subjects. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. well, any, any subject can be a female subject, but it's like, yeah. what you're talking about stage is what you have made the most observations about and what you personally find the most interesting. So I don't think it's right for anybody to shit on what someone else is talking about. Like, yes, there are some stereotypes, but there's something to that. You know what I mean? Like women are in general, like more nurturing and more relationship focused and more, um, like they'll read into shit. They'll be ultra observant about language. They'll, you know, maybe they are more taking care of the house or, or like they have roommates, but you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't shit on people for the topics that they are making the most observations about. And I think women sometimes get a bad rap. Like, like if you're funny, you're funny. It doesn't matter what you're talking about, but since there are fewer females doing comedy, I think it's easier to single them out. Like, well, you're not funny because you're talking about X, Y, Z topic. Well, no, you're just not funny because you're not there yet or you are you haven't like honed mm-hmm. your skills. So that's interesting. Um, do you feel like there's a lot of that with between female comics? There's a lot of like sort of this gatekeeping that yes. you're describing. Absolutely. So, okay, so that's something like nor Sean and I, I'm presumably would know about. <laughs> yeah. Like it's this like gatekeeping between. So you, you see that a lot. I can't Which, speak for everybody. I can yeah. speak about what I've observed. There are kind of two camps when it comes to female comics. There is kind of like the more left-leaning liberal. Um, this is speaking in huge broad strokes, right, right, sweeping right, right, generalizations, right? right? LGBT community, um, women that live in Brooklyn, very super liberal, your typical people who love to identify as feminist and nothing else. Um, you know, people who describe themselves as woke younger women that's one group and then there's like older i think i find generally older women you know 30s and up maybe they're not super motivated by politics maybe they don't care very much about fitting into one group or the other they've lived a little more life maybe they have kids maybe they don't and 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 they've been doing comedy maybe a bit longer and they kind of just care more about like what's funny what's not you have like your Jessica Kirsten Bonnie McFarlane um Carol Montgomery and like even though I'm you know and I I feel like I find I fall more into that group cuz I've also been in the other group right. like when yeah. I was in my 20s right. um I just did not that I didn't I, I want to say like I didn't know any better, right? I just find that that group, the super liberal group to identify with, like the woke, that is a bit more limiting um than the other group because if you're in that in that first group and you tell a joke that's like 
there's just kind of there's more limitations and like if you say something that's even a racial not even racist like you will be chastised from people within the group and that's that those are the women that are like in the facebook the lady facebook groups shitting on other women they're the ones that just like mostly really just brooklyn they don't do much road work they're not performing in the country they don't really know like they they would bomb if they came even up here to westchester right oh, yeah and then you have like, this larger yeah. group like i i don't really give a fuck about politics i don't really fucking care about news i just like i like to talk about what i know i like to actually like i like to observe people i like to talk i love crowd work i like to get into people's relationships and i like to do like i'm super inspired by aaron berg who does a, a ton of crowd work and he he'll do crowd work for like an entire set i think he's just like incredible and um like a few years ago i was kind of like very much shit uh, actually last year i was very much shit on from like what i would call this first group of comics like super lefty it's weird because i consider myself a feminist but i'm like talking about myself as if i'm outside that group but like well, i feel like a lot of people do because a lot of people yeah. when you're using feminists in like the most radical sense yeah the people whereas, who are on twitter every day being like whereas this I've, movie that was made 40 yeah, years ago shouldn't be whereas shown i feel anymore. like the way you want to define yourself as a feminist is just simply equality for genders yes yeah. and i made fun of another female comic um on compound media did i just they... mansplain feminism yeah, you no. did. You did i'm already i'm already distancing myself I, from needed, I needed a man to put it into terms that i could understand all right honey yeah. listen all right like the men are talking uh, <laughs> do you know what i'm saying and someone from the first group would never yeah i remember, I remember there was a like big that. thing last year with you right somebody called yeah I made fun of another, not made fun of, I parodied another female comic and it got wildly twisted into me being someone who supports rape threats, like, like wild, wild accusations. What? And like a lot of people didn't see this actual footage, which was like quite silly and quite normal. And we're all allowed to parody each other. Once you become a stand-up comic, you make yourself vulnerable to being parodied, parodied. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I'm just someone who puts comedy above everything else and i feel like a lot of not even female comics but comics that are more a part of this first group comedy is not number one it's like you want to make a statement they're more concerned with being right than being you funny be right and then funny is like maybe third or fourth on the list yeah i don't know if any of this has made sense i'm no, on my yeah. second cosmo makes a, makes a lot of sense no, I mean, yeah 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 like uh i think it's just i think it's just the kind of the debate between like now like everyone's like oh comedy's all about being like you know lenny bruce used to speak out like lenny bruce would be hated today by a long by here's many another many thing miles that i know people will say about me they'll say oh chrissy um kisses up to men that's why she's where she- she's at that's so I fucking know that that's gross a thing that i mean she is on a podcast so it makes sense i mean i do <laughs> i did suck both your dicks earlier I'm gonna um, cut that part. <laughs> you can't say that. Okay. <laughs> oh, everything you said has been getting cut out. That is what's insane. Is like, uh, and I hate to say, like, sometimes I feel like, all right, if we're talking in huge broad strokes, maybe I do have a more stereotypically male sense of humor. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I don't even want to put myself in a group. I just know that, like, a lot of the guys at Combat Media, I have the same sense of humor as them, and I and I'm not. I didn't kiss up to them to try to get a show. I worked really fucking hard and like for months 
negotiated and thought about what the network was missing and in fact brought a very female show to that network and got in because I was like, okay, there's a need for this. There's a lack of this. And they were like, yes, we want to appeal to a broader demographic. We want to appeal to women. They were very excited to have me. Um, but it, that's the thing. There's just an inherent cattiness among female comics. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like part of female competition or um, just the fact that there's fewer females in comedy. So you're going to look at who's doing better than you and be like, well, there must be something negative attached to their success. I feel you like know? a lot of comics, and this isn't exclusive to each gender, but I feel like a lot of comics just don't like to be categorized. Yeah. And I feel like they get really touchy when they do get cat. I know I yeah. do. Yeah. Like if someone like, like I we like to think internally, that we're exactly. Yeah. Internally, internally I like to think like, oh, well I do comedy that's different than blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I think it probably also stems from that where like I think a lot of comics want to feel like they are like I'm outside tired of the pack. Of people call me just a black comedian. I'm just so <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so much you're more. So much more so, than I'm that. so much tired more. of it as an Asian man. But at the same time, so much of the business of comedy is branding yourself yeah. and like, like, yeah. like you're going out for auditions. Like like Peter, you look like you're like a college kid. Do you know what I mean? You look like the boy next door. You're like wholesome looking. You look corn fed. I and know. And Sean, you look like you ate even more corn. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I look like Peter's bully is how this works. Yeah, you look it's like, like Peter's bully. Yeah. You look, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. look like a jock or a school bully. And it's like, that's that, and that's just talking about like film, TV, casting. But yeah. like, you know, our comedy does fall into, into brands, into yeah. groups, into yeah. like because that's how well, you kind of get booked sometimes. I always think Jeff Ross talks about it, like when he was starting out. He's like he didn't want to be just the roast guy. He like really got like uh, like in his head about it. He's but he like, is he the roast guy exactly. But then Dave Chappelle told him like, dude, man, turn your lane into a highway. Like that's just, that's your way to success, and that's what he's become. He's the roast guy now. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, I mean, I'm nobody, deb- nobody says he's I'm, not. Fucking turn funny. your lane into a highway. I'm debating with that now because. I, I realize that like uh, people respond to me very, very warmly when I am that like oh awkward goofball and like oh this kid doesn't know what he's doing at all like people really love that. But at the same time though, like I mean like one of my biggest inspirations now is Drew Michael. I love his comedy really? so so much. You're I think the he's only like, person I've ever. <laughs> well, I'm happy. I mean, I <laughs> think he's incredible. Comic. He like really like rips his guts out on stage, and it's like. He's the most very like, vulnerable. It's like the most theatrical stand-up performance I've ever seen. And I want to try to write more comedy like that. And I feel like sometimes I get to it, but like usually what works well is like when I like really kind of am, when I'm vulnerable, but when I'm vulnerable in like a really um uh like, like, a TMI aw- like awkward kind of way. way. Yeah. Not not even TMI, but just like it looks like it looks like not that I'm uncomfortable on stage, but I'm just an uncomfortable person in general. Like you're people right seem there. to like, like you're taking yeah. the audience on a journey into your psyche, which yeah. mm-hmm. toes the line between like, should I be saying this out loud? Should I not? Jessica Kirsten does that too. Well, yeah. she'll like, she'll kind of go into her head, but she'll still have the microphone. Like she'll turn around right. from the audience and she'll be like, don't talk about this. This is something you should talk about in therapy. Like she, right. it's interesting. It's so like a behind so the like curtains. As of now I'm like debating like, okay, cause my brand just like kind of being this like awkward guy because it seems to work or do i want to like strive for something else and i don't know i think i just got to determine that what i'm more comfortable whatever is most fun for you to do yeah exactly and and you know i would say as of now for me i just i want to like 
be more um hard like deep cutting on stage like i want to be more like here's like a dark feeling i have and okay. i want to like people to even though that's like very look it's very, very much one way but for you exactly, to have a dark side it's, it's like it's good it's, a it's good. very right and it's like it's very hard to convey it's also very hard to convey that if you don't set it up right on the off the bat because if you if you if i go on stage and i'm just like oh hey and then i go into like being like i fucking had these dreams sometimes like people are gonna be like what the don't fuck? limit yourself <laughs> yeah. like don't think you need to start a certain way i think it's i think you can go into whatever bit you want like don't um i think that's you being hard on yourself like i need to establish myself a certain way right at the beginning of my set or they're not gonna buy it when i go into some dark shit later on that's not true they will be on board with you because like you're a human you know what i mean like everybody's mm. like that oh i'm trying to make a good first impression but then the longer you get to know a person you learn about their deep dark shit you know right so it's okay right. it's okay to like don't feel yeah like that's an interesting way to yeah. look at it yeah, i'm gonna keep talking we'll about see. the black struggle that's that's that's, <laughs> still, that's my that's my highway john cannot get a cab to pick him up no i really john's, john's gonna be keep talking about how he needs reparations yeah i really i really do <laughs> i'm gonna be passing this jar around it's gonna go to the uh the baptist community in my oh, area yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of need to get going for my yeah, show. Yeah, we got a show tonight. But so, I was uh, saying, if you want oh, to keep wow. going a little longer with just you and Chrissy, you can bring all this stuff to the show, right? Like, uh, I mean, we're almost, I mean, we're at 53 minutes. We're, we can, we can, we can, we can wrap yeah, it up. We can start right wrapping up a little bit. Uh, yeah, don't so leave Chrissy, me alone with him. Chrissy, yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't trust him that much. <laughs> yeah. um, Chrissy, oh, again, where can people find you? Oh, gosh. You can find me. All social media is at Chrissy Mayer, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-M-A-Y-R. Check out The Wet Spot every Monday at 8 p.m. EST on compoundmedia.com. Uh, if you use my promo code Mayer, M-A-Y-R 20, you can get a discount on, a, on the subscription. Also, if you're kind of pervy and like to masturbate, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Chrissy Mayer. You can see pictures of me on vacation in a bathing suit. If not, just give me a follow on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like 20 of my photos in a row. That yeah. would be what weird. Uh, what tier gets me the smutty Chrissy pics? Uh, the, low, <laughs> yeah. the lowest like tier. a dollar yeah. literally the high, eight dollars a month that's a fucking deal people that's a deal the very podcast the high quality ones will be the highest tier the, that's ones, a, the ones i take most go for like 25 a yeah. month exactly oh, wow. yeah. mine's pretty damn cheap then yeah, yeah. exactly so uh, anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You can just type in my full name on either. You can type in at Peter Clark underscore Deutsch on Instagram or at Clark Deutsch P on Twitter. And you can follow me at BigBerry63 on Instagram. Uh, follow my second podcast, The Big Berry Podcast. Follow, Love that podcast. It's a great podcast. Everybody loves that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone, be, loves, everyone loves this one too. Be sure to follow us to Mike Minimum at, on social media, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. And please, 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 if you're listening to us on Apple or SoundCloud or Spotify or where us, wherever, give us a follow. Also, we'll get our numbers check up. out lucyslaughlounge.com for tickets to our first live show. First live uh, show. Featuring Peter and I, Brian Morris, uh, Samantha Ivy, Nick Fields, and uh, our headliner Monty, Monty Mason. Mason. It's going to be a great show. Absolute funniest people. Ten dollar tickets. That's cheap for a loser. Got ten dollar tickets. No drink minimum. Please, and please, please I come out. I will drink with you after the show. That's a show oh, yeah, yeah. guarantee. Yeah, but I will not have. You will sex not with have you. sex with I will you. Not do not even attempt. Don't even try it. Don't do not try to wrap your pussy around his hard, hard cock. Oh my god! <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! This is what happened if I left you guys. Do not try it. Jesus! Do not try it at all. Well, on that awkward note let's wrap up another episode of to mike minimum you guys are so gay yeah